The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. After graduate school, I taught high school English in a public school in Atlanta. And as a first-year teacher, I had to submit detailed lesson plans. I remember many late nights agonizing over those lesson plans. Honestly, I think there is nothing a classroom teacher dreads more than sitting down for hours on a Sunday night to write pages and pages of detailed lesson plans for the week ahead. I've actually appreciated reading a few articles lately about teachers objecting to writing lesson plans. Classroom teachers who are saying they don't want to do this anymore because it's such, it takes so much time. And most schools no longer require them to be submitted. They take so much time and are often pure fiction. They're aspirational at best. But When we started homeschooling in my family, I wanted some kind of a lesson plan, believe it or not. I felt lost without a plan or an outline on paper. And I honestly believe this quote from President Eisenhower, words he spoke about making battle plans. He said, plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. Planning actually grounds us and it forces us to consider where we are, where we want to be, how we might get to where we want to be, and what we want to actually do with our kiddos. I think it it allows us to really focus instead of having just so many ideas popping in and out of our brains. So... In this episode, I want to talk about how do you make a homeschool lesson plan? The first step, I think, is considering the year as a whole because our lesson plans fit into a bigger vision. 
I have an entire method for doing this called Plan It Out. It's a course where I teach six steps to planning an awesome homeschooling year. And these six steps form an acronym. BRIDLE is the acronym, B-R-I-D-L-E. Because to me, planning is a way of reining in our wild ideas and imaginations, making them more concrete and doable. Here are the steps. Step one is blocks, where you map out your block topics for each month of the year. Step two, resources and rhythm, where you create a calendar for the year and then choose resources for each of those blocks. Step three, inner work, where you make a plan for taking care of yourself while homeschooling. Step four, daily rhythm, where you create a chart or map out a flow of your daily activities. Step five, lively arts lessons, where you actually create your plans. And step six, environment, where you set up your materials and space. These are the exact steps I created for myself so that I could see the whole year, see the whole of the year, and then design lessons that fit into that bigger vision. And really, I did this so that I could see the progress we were making. If this is something you're interested in, every summer I lead a group of homeschoolers through these six steps to planning in my Plan It Out course. More details coming soon, but if you're interested and want access right away, you can join the Inspired at Home community where Plan It Out is one of the almost 30 courses and masterclasses available to you in a library of trainings. Okay, back to planning. If you haven't explored teaching in main lesson blocks yet, I want to mention a few other podcast episodes that I've done that might help you. So be sure to check out episode 122, Homeschool Block Schedule, episode 107, Main Lesson Block Learning, and episode 90, Block Learning is Fantastic for Homeschooling, and here's why. I'll be sure to put links to all of these episodes in the show notes, which you can find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 127. Homeschooling in blocks really allows for a more immersive experience for both our children and ourselves as the teacher. To me, this is the simplest way to plan your homeschooling year, and it turns out to be the most satisfying to me, where I can see the progress. Now, for the lessons themselves, for homeschool lesson planning, I want to share a few thoughts on how you might conceive of this and then also do it. So as home educators, we often are learning right alongside our children. And sometimes it takes time to build momentum for a new topic. In fact, it's really okay if you don't have your whole block planned out when you begin. If we waited until we were ready, we might not ever start. And you may end up during the block going down some interesting rabbit holes or your child's needs may change over the course of a block. So that's why I recommend that you, that your lesson plans not be too detailed. That way you can have some flexibility as you go. 
And that's why teaching one topic or theme over a month gives you time and space to build up the topic, to find what's most interesting to you and your child or children and to gather new materials as you go along. This is especially true for topics like geography, history, the sciences. When you have more time and space to immerse yourself in a topic, it's more likely that you, as the home educator, will find some aspect of this topic that sparks your imagination and interest. And when we model this to our children, it's so valuable. Lessons that you're excited about, that you're excited to dive deeply into, and things you're curious about and want to find out more about, your children are really going to pick this up. And it might even inspire you to spend more time preparing in a way so that the lessons will be more memorable to your children. Now, beyond geography, history, science, there are blocks that focus on literature and stories such as fairy tales or fables when children are younger or even using stories to teach ancient civilizations or the Renaissance in later years. Teaching with stories in a block of several weeks, it gives you a chance to live deeply into those imaginative realms, especially if you offer your child experiences in the lively arts paired with the stories. And then you might see the most magical things happen. The stories, characters, themes, they might start appearing in when your children are younger in their free play or as they get older in their free writing or drawings that they make. Teaching in blocks also gives your child milestones to remember. When we're homeschooling, the lessons and life often blend together into one beautiful journey and your child might look back as he or she grows up And remember certain blocks or stories, certain topics that marked events or achievements for them. He or she might remember a field trip, adventures, projects, or new hobbies that they learned. It's these experiences that make up an education, not just the facts and figures. My kiddos still talk about the time that they built a sukkah in our backyard. They were the builders and their dad was the general contractor. This was our house building block, but we made it our own. We wove it into our own culture and religion. And the kids had so much fun with this. There were trips to the lumber store. There was measuring and estimating, hammering, building, decorating. And it all started with the spark of an idea and grew from there. So now let's talk about what lesson planning looks like after you've created your vision for the year and thought about what your block topics might be. Here's where we get down to the actual lesson plans. And in keeping with my philosophy for simple, inspiring, and doable, I like to just create a simple outline for each day. Jot down a few notes. You can do this on a calendar, like a wall calendar, in a teacher planner, or my favorite, in a planning binder that you create yourself. 
In this binder, you might have tabs for each month of the year or each block topic that you're going to bring that year. And then you can add pages that show a week at a time. That's my favorite way to do it. And include what stories or books you'll be reading, what songs, verses, or movement games you might want to do for your warm up, what summaries you'll write, or ideas for drawings that you'll include. Here at Art of Homeschooling, my team and I have created some beautiful planning pages that you can use. Inside the Holistic Planning Pack, you'll find 14 planning templates, including a big picture plan for the year, a block plan overview, weekly rhythm, weekly lesson plans in different formats. These can be printed out and put into your planning binder. They're beautiful with these really pretty colors, and you can see more and find out more about them at artofhomeschooling.com slash plan pack. One of my favorite planning pages is called The Learning That Happened This Week. It's a way to capture after the fact and record the learning in reverse, right? So instead of having elaborate plans at the beginning to look at the end of the week, look back and see all the learning that took place. There's also a reflection guide in this pack that you can use on the weekends to reflect on all you've done so far, as well as to inspire you to plan ahead for the upcoming week. Because I hear from so many homeschooling parents how challenged they are by planning, I want to mention that you can even plan an entire block around a single book title. My friend Allison and I have started to create book hearth guides showing you not only how to do this, but giving you a plan for one wonderful book around which you can create a block for your whole family. This spring, we have two new guides available, one for Echo Mountain by Lauren Wolk and and one for The Gardener by Sarah Stewart. You can find out more about these guides at artofhomeschooling.com slash bookhearth. Just remember that homeschool lesson planning does not have to be complicated. You want to find a way that works for you. The goal is to keep lesson planning simple so that you feel inspired in your homeschool and you feel like it's doable for you. That's my wish for you and really what's behind everything I do here at Art of Homeschooling. So be sure to check out the Holistic Planning Pack and also our Book Hearth Guides to see if they'd be helpful to you on your homeschooling journey. You can find links to everything I've mentioned here in the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 127. Thanks for joining me today. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.